0: Hi, this is Laurie Handlers, and you're listening to the show that used to be called Tantra Café, and it's moving over into being called Sex and Happiness, the Sex and Happiness Show. And it is my pleasure to be with you again. I'm excited about this transition. If you're listening right now, you're catching this show during its transition. I've given it three shows to actually catch up with itself. By next week's show, it will no longer be called Tantra Café. It will only be called sex and happiness, which, you know. If uh, I'm just going to assume that you haven't heard my explanation yet, if you have, just please bear with me because I really want people to get the importance of this change. To me, I've been changing a lot and transforming a lot in my life, and uh, I, I just I felt that the show had peaked for me. I felt that tantra. Well, Tantra is still an interest to me, and certainly still I'll be teaching Tantra, and I may even write another couple of Tantra books. But I felt that Tantra was limited in terms of my audience. Like there's probably many, many more people out there who don't know anything about Tantra, but know very certainly that they want to know more about sex, and they want to know more about happiness. And inside of sex and happiness, Tantra is one of those topics. So it doesn't mean that I'll never be having Tantra topics again. As a matter of fact, I'm having a Tantra topic later today on the show. But uh, I just wanted to really grow and expand and open myself up more to have a wider audience and to have more that I could talk about more, types of people that I could interview that would have something to say, both about happiness, general happiness for human beings, you know, real joy, deep joy for human beings, and also who would have something to say maybe about sex, not necessarily know about Tantra or have something to say. I mean, maybe you don't know this, but I get I get mail all the time from authors, and a lot of the time their book, and their topic sounds really interesting to me, but then I reject them as a guest because I think, well, how am I going to fit this into Tantra? But changing the show to sex and happiness makes a wider arena or a wider net in which I can catch potential guests and catch potential listeners. So that's a lot what has motivated me to do this. Just, you know, really being expansive in my thinking and in my being. So that's my current transformation, my current transition, and I'm really excited about it, and hopefully you are too. Um, I Lately, I've gotten a lot of fan mail uh, from people, so I really thank you for that. I got a fan mail this week from a woman telling me to do some shows on Tanta and Pregnancy. And I reminded her that I have an archive show with Melissa Love, which did talk about pregnancy as a continual state of orgasm. And you could go to tantracafe.com, which is my website uh, of my shows archived, and you could listen to that show with Melissa Love. If you are someone listening right now and you're pregnant and you want to know about how Tantra connects to pregnancy. Also, I got fan mail from some people this week saying how Thankful they were that I had been putting this show on. They had really grown from the information of the shows, and so they were happy that they were both on the air and on the web. So I, I can't tell you how much that means to me to hear from you. So please do write to me. And I have a new email, of course, up until now. You could have written to me at Radio at gmail.com. And you can still write to me at that. I'm still going to get that fan mail. Uh, And listener mail. And now I have a new one. I just uh, created sexandhappiness at gmail.com. Sex and happiness. So please continue to write to me and let me know the things that you want on the show and uh, any suggestions or questions that you may have about any guests that I've had. And of course, you can write to Laurie Handlers on Facebook. You can follow me on Facebook and on Twitter at any time. Uh, Today's show, I am going to, once again, continue in my pursuit of finding out about happiness. Uh, And then in the second half of the show, I mentioned I'll be interviewing Sharla Hathaway from Austin, Texas, about things that will make your Valentine's Day very special and very happy. I hope they'll make you happy. Maybe they'll just make you hot. I don't know. Um, (laughs) I guess that's up to you. Uh, But... Charlotte will be coming on and talking about that and also possibly sharing with us an intimacy quiz that she has created uh, that has some astounding, like very simple questions, but some astounding answers. So we'll see how far we get. Um, So now that I'm completely immersed in this happiness quest, you know, let me just tell you, I'm, I'm I'm a pretty happy person. I think I've always been You know, I've had my moments and certainly I've had depression in my life and challenges. And I've had periods of time where things just seemed, life just seemed so challenging. Many of you who have been listening to me for a long time probably know that I have had anger challenges in the past in my life. But I've always really looked at myself as pretty gregarious and pretty happy, pretty outgoing. And most people would probably describe me as that. And I'm learning so much on my quest to find out more about happiness. You know, like what is it and is it quantifiable and how can we reach it? I feel that most people are in some kind of an illusion about happiness, they feel that if they just work hard enough, make enough money, or if they just uh, find the right partner, that that partner will complete them and make them happy from the outside. And uh, what I'm finding out from all the reading that I'm doing lately and the internet exploration on happiness, I'm finding out that that's not the case. Also, I, I, in my book, Sex and Happiness, I have a whole chapter devoted to, to this kind of happiness. And the name of the chapter is called Please Yourself. So, please make no mistake in thinking that I think that there's anything outside of you or outside of me that could complete us. I don't think that meeting you, even if you were Mr. or Ms. Wright, for me, could complete me in any way or make me better or happier or whole. I know there's a rush of love, of first attraction. I know it's hormonal and it has a lot to do with peptides which are chemicals that are formed in the body that are kind of like discovering a new taste like chocolate or being a little bit high from wine, you know, slightly intoxicated. I know that new relationships or new relating has its intoxication that goes along with it. Nonetheless, I seriously question anyone that thinks that Happiness comes from out there, from somebody or something that we just have to do good enough or be good enough to get, or somebody that we have to be great enough or or beautiful enough to meet. I've met my share of very beautiful people. They didn't seem to be, you know, physically beautiful. They didn't seem to be any happier than anyone else I knew. Matter of fact, some beautiful people seem to be more miserable, because they never knew of someone liked them for their beauty, like they wanted to hang around with them because of how they look. The same thing with rich people. I've known my share of rich people who, many who were very, very rich and couldn't ever tell whether somebody was friends with them or liked them because of their money. So they were always questioning that. So that left them really open to doubt, sincere relating, sincere interest in them, sincere... uh you know that those someone coming from the outside didn't at all make them happy, even if they got the intoxication of being high uh, from from seemingly falling in love. So these things are all up for question, and I, I I encourage you to really examine for yourself some of the things that we've been handed by uh, Hollywood, by rock and roll, and music, and the The words to songs and even our parents or possibly our religious or educational upbringing, like the things that we've been taught, would make us happy, it seems to me, are very bankrupt. They don't offer or fulfill on what was promised. And, you know, I've been to India many times. And in India, it always astounds me. Actually, it hits me between the eyes that people in dire poverty seem happier than many rich people that I know in this country or in the UK, let's say. Very, very poverty-line people seem to be happy with what they have and, and making happiness. Happiness seems to exude out of them rather than them looking for something to make them happy, while so many other people in other parts of the world who possibly are better set seem to always be looking for that elusive thing. So i am just plant these seeds on you for you to start to look for yourself, like, how can you be happy? Last show I said I believed it's a choice, it's a position that we take, and I'm... I'm asserting that again, that happiness is a position that you can take and then you can continue to make yourself more and more happy. So we're going to break for a moment. When we come back from the break, I'm going to talk a little bit about how you can find out how happy you are and then a few things that you can do to make yourself more happy uh, in the moment. This part of the show is brought to you by Silk, which is a personal lubricant. Made from kiwi vines from New Zealand. And silk lasts a long time and helps restore natural lubrication that enhances intimacy. There are no hormones, parabens, colors, fragrances, harsh additives, or preservatives in silk. Silk's gentle. It's all natural and it feels just like a woman feels. So if you'd like to know more about silk or to try it, go to ButterflyWorkshops.com and just click on Products. And right there, you'll have a button for silk. S-Y-L-K, that's silk. A phenomenal new lubricant, which I personally use, and I, I highly, highly recommend it. We'll be right back.
1: Have you ever wished for an end to pests in and around your home, around your office? Stop paying for dangerous chemicals that can harm your children, your pets, and your clients. Today in Arizona and Florida, an environmentally responsible pest control company named Ladybug has set up shop to provide natural and organic pest control services. Ladybug can help you stop even the most persistent, nastiest bugs with green, organic products that are friendly to people and pets. In addition, there are franchise opportunities in Arizona, Florida, and throughout the USA. To learn more about Lady. Ladybug's home-friendly and earth-smart green pest control services, visit the Ladybug website at ladybugcorp.com or call us at 561-276-7600. Ladybug guarantees you another eco-friendly pest-free day naturally. Wondering what
0: book you should read to jumpstart your sex life and increase your happiness? Try my book, Sex and Happiness, The Tantric Laws of Intimacy by me, Laurie Handler's. This short, easy-to-read book will make you laugh at yourself and it may possibly make you cry as you discover my tantric secrets for happiness and how they apply to you. In the book, I begin with the 10th law, make love in the unknown. And then I work you all the way through laws 1 through 9 to teach you how to be in the unknown, fresh every moment of every day of your life. Sex and happiness puts the innocence and love back into sex and gives Tantra the respect it deserves. It's only 1999 in paperback and 1499 ebook. Go to sexandhappiness.com to order your copy of Sex and Happiness" by me. Laurie Handler's, the host of Tantra Cafe.: We're back with Tantra Cafe, the show that is morphing into sex and happiness. Sex and Happiness being the name of the new show. So I'm in this happiness quest. I'm Laurie Handlers, just in case you don't know me, and I'm on a happiness quest. Not that I'm not happy. I'm on a happiness quest to find out what really happiness is because it's one of those words when people say I'd like to be more happy. What does that mean? It's so personalized what happiness means. So it's kind of like a big mystery, a huge question mark to figure out what happiness is and I want to tell you that the very first thing I'm going to do in the beginning of next week when I have some time because I'm on the road right now but when I get back to Phoenix I'm going to take a happiness test I think I mentioned it on the last show but I didn't give you a way to find it so I want to give you the information about it now so that if you want to take the test along with me and listen to see how we can compare notes. I'm not sure how we can do it. Maybe you'll take the test and write into me, and let me know what you discovered for yourself when you took the test. But so let me give you the information about how you can find it. You would go online and uh, in Google or any browser. You should type in Pennsylvania Positive Psychology Center. That's Pennsylvania Positive psychology center and once you've gone there you can for free you can register for dr seligman's authentic happiness assessments so you you'll have to go on this uh, psych center website and then it's free right now i don't know if it'll always be free so i'm recommending if you want to take this test and you want to take it along with me that you go sooner than later because the tests are free. I read this in an article, and um, you register for the Authentic Happiness assessments. Now, evidently, there are the tests are made up of 19 questionnaires, and they take some time. Like they may take a whole day. So I don't know if you have that kind of time. Maybe you can, I'm not sure if you can take them over time, but I'm planning to devote the better part of the day to taking these 19 questionnaires. And I'm planning to do it within the month so I can start to report to you what I found out about my own happiness quotient, so to speak, uh, as I go along exploring this whole idea of happiness and how happiness comes to us. How is happiness? This elusive thing, this almost not able to be defined thing, happiness, maybe maybe Dr. Seligman has come up with something that enables us to see really what happiness is. So when people talk about, I like to be more happy, I like to be happy in my relationship, I like to be happier about my kids, I like to be happier about my sex life, whatever it is, maybe there are some very quantifiable things that make up happiness on a lot of different scales and that's what i'm going to find out so i'm I'm announcing that to you right now so you know that i'm doing it and i plan to talk about it a lot and hopefully you'll take this test as well and we can compare notes now something i read recently said that experts in the field and i I would imagine these are psychologists it didn't say really who but experts in the field feel that bliss is an elusive thing that bliss the state of bliss is something that comes on you sometimes just as grief would come on to you sometimes or a feeling of uh, sadness would come to you sometimes and i differ with that i i know that bliss comes up to you sometimes when you're not trained when there's no way for you to know about how to create bliss in your body But because I am a Tantra master, I need to say that I disagree with these experts. Bliss could be defined as a state of euphoria, a heightened state of happiness, often referred to as bliss states or ecstasy states. And, you know, in my work of the past, I've called my workshops bliss. That's my first level course. And ecstasy, my second level course. And I... I am a product of, of studying Tantra and being one who has gotten bliss into my body. So it's like if something happens in my life that's very upsetting, you know, there's some kind of a breakdown, a miscommunication, something that I was expecting that got thwarted, I can change my state. Just like you could change water into ice or melt ice back to water. I can change my state. I am a, It is my responsibility, it is within my power to change my state from sadness or depression into bliss, and I can do it. And you can too. So, last time I gave you an exercise, a breathing exercise, about how you could get happiness into your body, and it is trainable people can learn things to do with their body that can make them happier over time you can build a happiness quotient in your body and it's sustainable so it's not to say that nothing would ever disturb me again in my life because plenty of things do but i can quickly return now to a state more of bliss, a more blissful state than I could have before nineteen ninety six. Let's say I mean nineteen ninety six was my first conscious conscious introduction to Tantra. I knew always before that, I think in the seventies and the late sixties, I knew that sex had more to offer than simply just bang bang friction sex. I loved it I mean it was I really I took to it very well as I'm sure many of you have but I knew it had more and I just didn't know what the more was and then I you know as I learned Tantra I started learning these exercises and they opened me up in such a way that I started to to change and shift my whole life started to change and shift and things that weren't acceptable to me like my anger became more acceptable to me and started dissipating. And over time, I have to say, I've become a much happier person, much more living in a bliss state, much easier going, much less nitpicky, certainly less angry. I mean, happiness is just right there, right there, right around the corner of everything now. Whereas before, I I think I, there was so much other noise going on for me that it was harder to find it so even though experts feel that bliss is elusive, I, I want you to know from me as, a, as an, an expert in the field of human sexuality, certainly in the slant of Tantra, I can tell you that it is not so elusive. You can train yourself and you can sustain uh, longer and longer periods of time in which you do reside in bliss and ecstasy. And that's really, as far as I'm concerned, that's, that's what it's worth living for. Now, because I taught the exercise in the last show, I'm not going to redo it again, but I want to say a couple of things about how you can, first of all, you can go back and listen to the last show. And also, you can do any form of exercise and become happier. Because when you're exercising, say, for example, you run, or even if you just walk, let's say you walk for 20 minutes to 30 minutes a day, exercise releases endorphins in the body and endorphins are a chemical that makes you feel good. Endorphins are like a high. They make you feel good. We could say that endorphins are a similar state to bliss, a similar state to ecstasy. So I recommend, I highly recommend that you move your body, that you find a way every day to get outside or inside on the treadmill. I don't care what it is that you find a way to move yourself in such a way that you start producing endorphins. And I promise you will start to feel good. And happiness has a segment of it that is directly related to exercise. Listen, if you're somebody who doesn't want to walk or run, maybe you need to just put on great music in the house and dance around. And for all I care, you can dance around naked. But the- the reward of this is in the movement, and in the results it produces in the body after the movement, it's the immediate feeling of high from endorphins after the exercise. So, you know, there's other intrinsic rewards, like, for example, if you move your body more, your, your body will look better. And that, too, will make you happy. Won't it? It makes me happy. I just lost 19 pounds, and I feel great, and I feel great when I exercise. Right now I'm in Florida, and I run every single morning when I'm here. Sometimes I run when I'm in Phoenix, and sometimes I don't, but I try to do something every single day that moves me because I know how good it feels. So I'm just recommending that you start exercising. Now, of course you know I'm going to get to this. Sex counts. Sex counts as exercise. So if you aren't turned on to walk or run or dance, perhaps naked in your house, I recommend highly that you have sex. And you know, I've said often, I recommend that you have an orgasm at least every day. So you can have self-sex and that counts also as burning calories and it counts as releasing endorphins or you can have sex with another and having sex with another. Again, it's great exercise. It burns calories, maybe even more calories than self-sex, and it counts as exercise. So make sure to have an orgasm. I think I've said this to you before, but if, I, if you haven't ever heard me say it, it's like, you should brush your teeth, you should have an orgasm. Brush your teeth, have an orgasm. Just the same way that we brush our teeth every day uh, in people's daily schedule and daily ritual, I think you should add orgasm. So that's what I have to say to you today about happiness. Happiness, you can test yourself. I'm going to take a test. Go to the Pennsylvania. Let me see what it is again. Go online to the Pennsylvania. Where is it? Positive Psychology Center. And for free, you can register for the Authentic Happiness Assessments. And exercise, work out. Find bliss in your everyday life. Choose to be happy. Really choose. Now, stay tuned because I'm going to have my guest coming on the show talking to Charlotte Hathaway, who's going to be talking to us about its very special Valentine's Day, and I'm going to say how to make yourself happy on Valentine's Day. So, this section of the show was brought to you by Silk, S-Y-L-K, and we'll be right back. This is Lori Handlers. I'll be right back with you. Would you like to try a natural product that would enhance your orgasms? My guest today is Shayna Venice, the founder of New Zealand Pure, a company that makes unique products for sexual wellness. Shayna, what is it that people can use to enhance their orgasms? Everybody's trying to do that.
1: Absolutely. Well, there are different factors that, uh, you know, Come into play why we don't have explosive orgasms. One is, you know, our vaginal secretions aren't flowing like they used to. Perhaps you're a little dry. Perhaps you're a little irritated. Well, the great thing about silk, which is made from kiwi vine extract is that it helps to balance your own pH and increase your vaginal secretions. The result is explosive, satisfying, wonderful orgasms and Joyful sex.
0: Wow, Sheena, Thanks so much for that description. Wonderful. If you'd like to find out more about silk, go to silkusa.com. That's s y l k u s a dot com. You can find out more about silk from me as well. Write to Laurie at tantracafe.com. Hi, we're back, and you are listening to the show formerly known as Tantra Cafe, and now it will be called, from now on, this is the last week where I'll be talking about this, from now on it'll be called the Sex and Happiness Show, that's right, and I'm Laurie Handler your host. This portion of the show is brought to you by Tonga Fine Lingerie, that's T-A-N-G-A Fine Lingerie. Lingerie imported specifically for you, just as Valentine's Day is coming up. You want to go to this website, Tonga Fine Lingerie, and find yourself the most amazing French and Italian lace and silk. Nothing like it in this country except at Tonga. So go there for Valentine's Day. Anyway, I'm joined now with my guest. Sharla Hathaway and Charla is an amazing woman. She's a sex and intimacy coach. She's the founder of Austin's Body Joy Intimacy School. And she's coached thousands of juicier relationships by showing people new ways to touch, talk, and play. And Charla's also the author of Eight Erotic Nights, Passion of Encounters That Inspire Great Sex and Erotic Massage which is available in nine languages, so it's fabulous. Anyway, Charlotte, thanks for being my guest today. I'm thrilled to have you on the show. I'm thrilled to be here, Lori. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so glad that we met. I'm excited to talk with you. I love this whole, I know you and I have something special for today because this is the Valentine's Day show, and still I love the whole eight erotic nights thing. Like I'm dreaming of those eight erotic nights. (laughs)
1: how can i have have a nice ring to it eight erotic nights you know um it's it's we enjoy to journey back into this time where sex was really playful and and not so serious and that the 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 male female are both consorts kind of almost in an equal sparring you might say and they both come to lead and to follow to give and receive And, and we're not stuck in one role or one corner that's so great.
0: It's so freeing. And see, my whole notion now, I mean, I've been, uh, I've been teaching Tantra since 98. And I've been doing Tantra Cafe for a few years now, maybe three years or more, or maybe four years almost a show. And now I'm expanding to sex and happiness because I feel that there's more of an audience of people out there who might never know anything about Tantra. They might
1: never hear about yes, it. Yes. Like we have to, and Carolyn Muir says this, become mainstream. And so many people out there are really hurting in their relationships and they just need a baby step. You know, I'm finding in my sex and intimacy coaching, just just a little baby step in the right direction, a small offering somewhere where they can get a yes or a string of yeses. No, it's and, so, and, good. And so I like us getting getting to help more people. It's wonderful. And the thing is, I'm, I'm asserting,
0: and I assert on this show and I assert in life, is that um the more orgasms you have that are positive, the more orgasmic you become, the more erotic and juicy your life becomes exactly, you know, in your line of work, the happier people become.
1: You know, they're using, they're using their bodies instead of feeling. Well, just sex is good for your skin. It's good for your hair. uh, It's good for your muscle tone. It's good for, for your headache. It's good for anything. And we just live in a culture that has so shamed and silenced and really isolated us that I I love what you do and I do and that we get out and we have the conversations we want to have. And, and get people, you know, back into the comfort of their own bodies.
0: It's so good. Well, if they were ever comfortable at all, maybe back into it. Maybe, maybe they're just first getting comfortable with their own bodies for the first time in history.
1: Well, I know for women, a big issue is feeling safe and feeling empowered because in, in such a, a male world, we kind of think he should know and we should shut up. And so, Oftentimes as we mature, we just kind of give up on it. Like it's not that we don't like sex. It's that we just don't like sex as much the way we've been getting and we haven't been able to tell him exactly what we do want. So I like to help couples in my, in my coaching at, at body joy to, to, to learn to talk and touch again.
0: So if you, um, if someone were coming to you, let's say a couple were coming to you and they said, I mean, because it's a Valentine's Day show, and we're right into it, um, and they came to and they said we'd like to be happier in our intimacy, and we, we're coming to you specifically in the month of February or just starting with you just a little bit earlier, let's say in January, and we want to have some a wonderful and happy time on <laughs> Valentine's night what, or Valentine's Day all day. We're taking the day off. What, how that. would you start them?
1: Wow. Well, you can't really just have a one great day if you don't really build the the building blocks. So one of the things that I really say to couples who want to get more passion back in is to take the small juicy little steps of really truthfully saying, "Would you would you rub my back? Would you kiss my ear?" uh and and offering these small offerings that that you think you could get a yes, a yes to and um setting a time aside to you know that that this can happen and and just the intent in your life that this you want to bring more of this juicy stuff back
0: so so i like this idea i like the whole notion that you would start people with things that are lower risk you know before
1: saying to somebody you know would you uh do you want to make Do you want to make love tonight? Well, that's way too big of a thing. But or would you, you give like, me oral sex for an
0: hour? You know, be, it's it's easier to say. Would you kiss the back of my ear?
1: <laughs> love yeah. that. Or would you like a a foot rub? Um, to see the whole body, not just part of it as, as an erotic zone, and to be able to appreciate and give that focused giving. And focused receiving, because none of us are good receivers, and that's really the important qu- equation to deeper loving. It's not how much you give, but it's how much you can let go and actually be willing to to take in. Uh So I really teach my couples uh, deep giving and deep receiving and to do only one at a time and to know which role you're in and to be able to switch uh, as a negotiated thing.
0: So good, really, so good, so this is great, you know the whole notion of having simultaneous orgasm, like if you're if this puts to rest
1: that every oh, time I don't think right that's right. important at all, As a matter of yeah. fact, I don't even think orgasm is that important, but simultaneous great. I mean it could happen, and it would be nice, but to to step back from that and simply really learn how to to just pleasure someone without even having an orgasmic goal. I mean, look at how often does that happen. I don't think most couples even know that's an option. I think
0: you're right. I think it's great that you're saying it right here on
1: sex and happiness. You know what's what's so cool it would be just to go to a lover after you've already done little little things like, you know, the may I kiss your ear or brush your hair or stroke your shoulders and have integrity. Stop there. You're not it's not a thin veneer of, you know, wanting to really get to bed. So you have to build trust. But um just to slow those things down. And then maybe when you get to the genitals, may I do a 10-minute just looking at your genitals to honor them with my eyes? Or may I just with my finger tease the outside for 10 minutes? I'm a big, you know, if you can do something authentically and safely for 5 or 10 minutes, that's cool. Um, I kind of like this tasty little morsels and that not everything has to lead to the big O.
0: That's great. That's so great. I love the way you're coaching. I also, your voice, you know, is very soothing. I'm speaking, by the way, with Sharla Hathaway in case you just tuned in and she's from Body Joy. Is it bodyjoy.us?
1: Yes, it's bodyjoy.us. And if they go there, they can get a free podcast on, uh, five techniques of Mind blowing orgasms. So go okay. to the joy of having a body dot us or us. That's wonderful. So I, I love
0: your voice as part of this is what I was saying. I, I think you have one of those. I think you have a very juicy voice. And so <laughs> I, I imagine when people come to you and they're listening to you, they're getting turned on <laughs> just oh. by listening to you.
1: Well, thank you. I I am passionate about helping us find this part the silver lining of our life that is so easy, you know, to lose. Um and to learn ways to talk and bring that back. Yes. Yes. I love to teach my couples how to do the kissing game.
0: Yeah, I want to hear about that because you were talking about Valentine's Day and you were saying that, um, you want to become the best kisser. And so how could somebody become the best kisser? Is it through this kissing game?
1: Yes. I really suggest this because it gives a chance for both the man and the woman to take the lead or, or do and then to be done to or to receive. And usually in our culture, we just let the man do one and the woman the other and it gets kind of boring. But in the kissing game, let's let the woman start, and you set the timer for five minutes, and she gets to kiss him exactly how she wants. She takes her own pleasure. She doesn't do it for him. She does it for herself. And he offers simply a body that is just allowing and soft. He's not going to really move his mouth or tongue or face or anything. And at the end of five minutes, Then she thanks him because she got her way. And he says, you're welcome. And then the tables get turned. And he becomes the leader and she follows. And it's a way of slowing it up and learning those delicious rules of leading, following, giving, receiving, doing, being done to. And let it be like a river that flows in one direction. So clear, simple, simple. And slow. So nice, Charlotte. Thank you. We're going to
0: take a break here for a moment. So anyone who's just tuned in, you're listening to the show formerly known as Tondra Cafe from here on in to be known as sex and happiness. And I'm Laurie Hamlers. My guest today is Charlotte Hathaway from BodyJoy.us, an Austin-based sex and intimacy coach. And we will be right back. Please stay tuned. There'll be more. We're going to go to Valentine's, a Valentine's sex quiz. So don't touch anything. Stay with us. If you're looking for the absolute best holiday present that you could possibly get for someone, consider Tonga Fine Lingerie. Tonga Fine Lingerie comes from France and Italy. It's amazing fabric, lace and silk, and you won't find anything like it anywhere. That's www.tangafinelangerie.com. T-A-N-G-A finelangerie.com. Many times on Tanto Cafe, you've heard my guests and me discuss emotional release techniques. Now, you can do emotional release work in the privacy of your own home. In my CD, Shamanic Release in Latihan, I create a very, very safe and sacred space in which you can do the powerful work I'm known for in my Tantra courses. First, I set you up with the proper positioning and breathing, and then I guide you through emotional states to the beat of tribal African rhythms. Try this CD as an easy way to do your personal clearing work on a regular basis and watch your relationships walk free from emotional baggage. You can order my CD at ButterflyWorkshops.com for only $20. I believe you're worth it. I hope you do. Go to ButterflyWorkshops.com and get your copy now. And walk free from emotional baggage. Well, we're back with Sex and Happiness. And I'm Laurie Handler's your host. And I want to remind you to go to my recommended page on WebTalkRadio.net where you will find out about such services as HormoneNurse.com where you can find out about bioidentical hormones and whether they're for you also with hormone nurse you can find out about this very new and popular hCG which helps people lose weight. I just lost 20 pounds on hCG so and I wasn't too fat but you know what I feel great and juicier. And then you'll find out about polyamory for the 21st century by Dr. Deborah Annapol, flirting with heart with Robin Vogel and Tantra for Awakening with Crystal Dawn Morris. Those are just a few things. also want to remind you to go on Facebook to uh, look up LifeWave for Pets and People, or People and Pets, and these are these new amazing patches that take the place of acupuncture. I can't say enough about those. So that's what's bringing you this part of the show. Now I'm back with Sharla, and we're going to be talking about I mean, already you could tell that this is a juicy subject and this is a juicy coach. <laughs> so I want to find out about what they should do besides this kissing game, which I loved. I wish I was here with somebody right now to do it. <laughs> what is your famous Valentine sex quiz? What, you know, what is this yeah. about?
1: Well, one of my first questions on the sex quiz is, what do women want more of in bed and less of in bed? And if you think about women being the ones wanting intimacy and men kind of leading in the passion department, an active movement penetration, you might say thrusting or whatever, builds passion for sure. But the pauses build the intimacy. So what women want in bed is those "Ah ah-ha after a build of somewhat to let it sink in. And it's so often we can't ask for it because we think that he's in charge and he must know and we're just supposed to like it. So, But but we really need to look into someone's eyes at that point or touch their body and have them stop and let everything that's just happened just filtered into the very core. So women want the intimacy or the pauses, and they need to go ahead and direct them in because they get kind of like a freight train, you know, get going. But, yes,
0: I understand that very well. So you would say, so a woman, do you think a woman would negotiate this ahead of time? Like she might say, my dear, I I would love to delay penetration oh, for a while. Yeah.
1: For- yes, delayed. And not only that, she could go range ahead of time, Lori, to like give him two little pinches when she really just needs to mellow in that spot and have things sink in.
0: Oh I love that and then she, the pinches could lead to what y- you would say eye gazing like uh the, they would look at each other for a while before going on before taking so that would give the the sense of the core penetration of everything rather than just penetration yes That's-
1: it would be the, like the kind of the cold way to let let a pause happen in the action uh, so just you know, just some little signal to have that happen would be really good. So you're set, you're recommending two pinches. That's very
0: cool. <laughs> That's <okay. laughs> My dear, when I want you to stop, I'm going to pinch you twice. <laughs> That's yeah. really great. And then what else? What else would you? What else would be on this Valentine's Day quiz?
1: Um, one thing that a woman really likes to hear when she's starting to get really heated up, to make her ease into orgasm, I have heard the words before: "I'm with you, honey. I'm here for you. You can let go. You are free." Uh, sometimes, you know, our second clitoris is behind, between our ears, yeah. and. Or, or our ears, we like to hear these these things. And sometimes a man that's very skilled and just kind of helping her over that, making her feel safe enough to surrender because without safety, there is no surrender. But just even verbally in, encouraging her and as she makes sounds, repeat her sounds, encourage those sounds. You know, if you've got a woman juicy enough to groan and moan a little bit and the man is silent, well, she needs to be supported in that, you know, and his breath and and sounds would just add so much, okay, this is good, this is really great so the the it's so the talking,
0: and you're not talking about t- talking dirty i mean you
1: you know you know if you can never go wrong with nature images and women so if she's kind of like the sun or the breeze or the ocean or juicy or fertile like the ground or whatever nature images are are kind of sexy for women and um and yeah you don't really have to use dirty words as far as just encouraging a woman with your voice to that you're there that you'll be there for her you're there just for her to hold her
0: yeah I mean I was distinguishing when I said that I wasn't i mean like some people really like dirty talk like they like to use every yeah. expletive you know that they've heard and or things they've heard you know uh, in the movies or whatever but you're talking about talk still talking but the talking uh-huh. is a communication like of earth so it's uh it's different and it, it sounds very um well it sounds easy if i mean how, people somebody with no experience with watching you know any kind of movies where people might be talking dirty could be able to say oh you're like the ocean that's so sweet it's very sweet
1: it really is and i think guys you know they don't tend to be as verbal as women but boy there's some chances there and you don't have to say much and it can be short and sweet um uh, to really you know it feels feels vulnerable but i mean good sex is just about vulnerability so go ahead and and try something. And if you can negotiate other talk, too, you know, uh, using other words or dirtier words, that's cool, too, as long as. But don't surprise her with that. You know, make sure she's on board with that. In your- <laughs> you know, I
0: once spanked somebody. I mean, just in a, you just reminded me, just kind of in a fun way. You know, I just spanked my lover's butt at, at this particular person. And he lost his erection and got really freaked out.
1: <laughs> so-
0: so I think, I think you're right. I think people need to not be surprised sometimes. So, sometimes surprises are great, but I kind of feel like people have to have familiarity with what their, you know, their partner is about and, and some surprises could be <laughs> the end of that particular episode. What, um, what about, uh, what would a woman say to a man?
1: you know this is so good because as you notice on valentine's it's always from the man to the woman i mean the man adores paints photographs is a poet and and we're used to receiving all this adoration but for a woman to adore her man i I had a coach uh, i had a client once when i was coaching saying well you know women have all the curves and i spent the next 10 minutes adoring and talking about all of his curves. You know, for women to adore men, to see them and to say it out loud, which is not part of our culture. And men, they like to be pursued. They like to be adored. They like to be desired as much as women. And yet we don't have any of the, you know, conventions for that. So let this Valentine's Day be one. That you tell him some body part that you just love and explain it for five minutes, every detail, how much you love it. Mm. Sounds
0: wonderful. Wonderful. So that would be what the woman would do. I love it. What um you know, what about a woman? Would it ever be appropriate in your opinion for a woman to speak to a man and talk about being safe? Or I've got you. And you could let go. Do you think that could be reversed, or do you think that's not such an issue for men? That's an
1: interesting thought. I haven't thought of that before, but I think sometimes, for for you know, for really orgasm and explosion, and that is sometimes nice to to have that permission. Probably even for a man, like, gosh, is this the right time? Would it be okay? Because you know, it's kind of over with, you know, after that happens. And she could probably say something like, "Yes, now now it's your turn. This is for you." Go for it, baby. I love it with you, whatever you know. And yeah. that would probably just joy his heart and take the guesswork out of it. So great, yeah.
0: I, I think it's I think it's great to have these kind to to kind of know, you know, what you might say, and to kind of know that it's okay to say these things, Um, you know, or even the things you you know, you and I in advance talked a little bit about saying, you know, I feel it, this tingle. You know, here and there, I I feel this. I feel wet when I when I speak with you because there is there could be a buildup even before people are together. I like this now they can text each other. You know, I I feel.
1: At thinking of you. <laughs> and, and so much, Lori, is we feel these sensations, you know, a hardness here or a, a, a juiciness there, and and we never really share our body sensations with someone else. So just reporting them, or you know, is 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 really sexy. And and my tips for the orgasms on bodyjoy.us, I kind of go into much more detail about how you can really make make your orgasms just deeper, longer. And, and more intimate with a, a lot of these tips.
0: Well, it's great. I really want to thank you for this because I feel that, uh, it, p- I feel that people need to make every day special and every moment with each other count and also with w- when they're by themselves. And I love you've given simple tips. They don't cost anything. They're, they're, they're part of communication, which make people juicier. So, Charlotte I really want to thank you so much for being my guest today on Sex and Happiness and I feel that you've contributed to making people have a happier time on Valentine's Day than just a the same old same old like it has oh, to be chocolates or
1: Thank you thank you I hope they take those pauses I hope they say those gorgeous things to each other and, and take those little, little offerings and little steps and, and find out more about orgasm at bodyjoy.us. And it's been great to talk with you, Lori. Thank you so much. And please everybody tune in next week when my guest
0: will be talking to us about relationship as a spiritual path. And he's got a lot of really interesting things to say coming from a different perspective than maybe any of you have heard before. So please do that. Remember that you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter. I have a new email for the show now, sexandhappiness at gmail.com. Love to get your feedback about how the show is changing. In the meantime, I will see you next time. This is Laurie Hanlow signing off for Sex and Happiness. Bye.